The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome, friends, to Golf is a Four-Letter Word, the show that gives you the inside scoop on the best public courses in New England and other golf hotspots. So whether you're a worm burner or a total ace... Join us at the 19th hole while we talk all things golf. Now approaching the tee box, your hosts, Craig and Janine Dufton. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Uh, it's going to be a great podcast today. We are on the tee today with Jay Miller. Hello, welcome, Jay. Thank you. Thank welcome. you for inviting me. Jay is the uh, general welcome manager. Chrissy too, of oh, course. yes, of course. Thank you. Hi, I'm How still can here. I forget, Chrissy? We, 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 <laughs> I hope you guys saw our live feed from. Uh, about a half hour ago, we're going to be giving away some golf uh, twosomes, four sets of twosomes this day. So if you got if you got a dad you want to play with this weekend, we got we got the golf for you. Yeah. Um, let's get back to Jay Miller. He's the general manager of Sterling Golf Management, and I met you through a, a mutual friend of our. I mean, work, Rob works mm-hmm. for you, but um, I've known Rob Hardy for twenty plus years. Great guy, and I'm and I'm so glad you got to be here with us today. So well, thank you. I'm very flattered to be here. Well, why don't you tell everybody in our audience uh, a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to get into talking about your uh, Sterling Golf Management. Uh, well, I was born in 1959. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I was born and raised in the Midwest, and I attended uh, Purdue University on a golf scholarship where we, uh, my senior year, we won the Big Ten Championship the last time. Then I, we went to the NCAAs, and then I moved to California trying to play professionally, and I just just wasn't good enough. I mean, if you gave me my tour card and had to finish in the top 125 money winners, I was just chasing my tail. Yeah. So I started my first business. I got married in 1984 from That's a exciting, graduate. Though. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played with tour players since I was probably 10, 11 years old. So I knew what the whole deal was all about. That's some kid's dream. That's great. Yeah. Um, so in, uh got married in 84 and started my first business. Uh, so I gave it two and a half years. And then I sold that little business in uh, 2000 and bought the leasehold on my first golf course. And my wife and I and two other friends, uh, we were the founders. I was the CEO of uh, one of the highly, most highly regarded junior golf education uh, foundations for at-risk children. Okay. A Christian foundation Excellent. where uh, we had 2,500 children go through the program in the 11 years that it was up. Where I was, had, where was that? California? Was in Southern California. Okay. And... Uh, at, at the most we ever owned or operated and operated was three golf courses at once. Nice. And in 2011, uh, Hidden Valley Golf Course in Norco, California, was named the National Golf Course of the Year. Wow. wow. Congratulations. The, land, yes. the landowners bought me out, and then the foundation got dissolved. It was a, a beautiful 11-year run where no matter how so wealthy you were or poor you were, the, the child had to come every week for at least one hour of homework tutoring, a half an hour of life skills training, a 45-minute group golf lesson, and you had to play my golf course for free at least twice a month. That's that, terrible, that's, huh? That's it's a great opportunity for some yeah. kids. How great that you did so that. So then we, uh, we, got, we got bought out, and uh, Barb and I consulted for golf companies and golf courses around the country for two years, and then I went to East Texas, where we still have a home in Bullard on a 26,000-acre lake, Eagles Bluff Country Club, and I was the director of that private club and, uh, and then retired four years later 
got bored out of my mind. I was speaking at a golf conference mm-hmm. in San Antonio, Texas, and I met Kevin Osgood, the owner of Sterling Golf yep. Management that was founded in 1993. Our children are, are were gone, uh, you know, uh, full-time jobs. One lives in Berlin, Germany. One's a senior engineer for Apple. Wow. So oh. Barb and I said, we'll keep the house in Texas and let's go to New England. We've only been to Boston once for vacation. Cool. So we came here three years ago. Good adventure. Three years ago, almost today. Wow. wow. Fantastic. Yeah. That's great. So I oversee eight golf courses and then we consult for two others. So I get uh, the privilege of overseeing 10 public golf courses. We do have season passes at all of our places except for two. But I love the public golf course business. For four years that I ran a private exclusive club, uh, I've never heard more millionaires complain about the greens are too fast or too slow. There's too much sand in the bunkers. Mm. Yeah. So So that's the difference. Is that the difference for you? Is like the public that has a a little better appreciation for the golf course. They see the difference. Well, I I, they see the changes. I mean, so happy to be there. We see them. Probably we played that Crystal. I mean, I've I've played Crystal Lake when it was Crystal Springs. Mm -hmm. My dad and I used to go there. We'd put our we'd put our golf ball in the uh, little thing that would fall down and whoever's golf ball was next would be up at the tee. There weren't even any tee times back then. Right, right. Yeah. And it was a, you That's know, it was fun. owned by, it was owned by um, one family and he used to walk, he used to play golf every day with his three or four dogs and everything. German Shepherds, yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he, and, they, and the dogs were there for the geese to, to get rid of all the mm-hmm. geese because there are a lot of geese on that golf course. But yeah, we eliminated the geese last year. There's yeah. still a few there, but we actually brought in a company that legally hunts them, uh, permitted, and then they they take all the the meat from the birds and donate to food banks. Wow! Oh. Oh. But uh, uh, we're, we're very proud of Crystal Lake. We bought that in auction uh, over three years ago, and as you can attest, uh, the greens there run at about a ten and a half, a little it's bit. Our fa- shirts. Yep, about the speed. <laughs> Thank you, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Sorry and, to interrupt and you. <laughs> the greens are country club quality. Yeah, they're none. beautiful. Oh, and definitely. we are very flattered uh, to be hosting the qualifier for the national public championship. A mass uh, mass golf? No, nation. Oh, oh really? It's the no. the local qualifier for the national oh, wow. championship. Oh, so yeah, I uh, I absolutely love my job. I'm a golf fanatic. Uh, I probably play 150 rounds a year. That's awesome. And uh, wow. I just understand what the public golfer wants. And yep. my goal is, if you pull in, if if you and Janine put, went and played Crystal Lake, and you didn't look at the website, and you didn't know what it costs, and when you got done. We said, what do you think you should be paying to play 18 holes in a cart? $65 on a Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, well, you owe us 52 The perceived value always beats what we charge at all Perfect. of our golf courses. That's, that's awesome. That's what we're proud of. Awesome. So, so what, made, what made Sterling stand out for you that you just left Texas and came here? Like, what, what well, was it that, what was it, aside from your boredom, I, I understand that, because I can, <laughs> you can see that I run a, I run a business and I do a podcast and yeah. I play, I play as much golf agent. as I can too, so I get it, I get it. Yeah. Um, well, I had offers from Billy Casper Golf, Troon Golf, etc., but I didn't want to be just a number. Yeah. And the Osgood family, Kevin Osgood's an interesting story, he's a past president of the New England Golf Course Owner Association, I'm a past president of the California Golf Course Owner oh, that's Association. Cool. He is by trade an agronomist. He's a past president of the New England uh, Superintendents Association. It's a Christian family. One family owns, uh, we own two golf courses. You asked that question, yep, yep. Crystal Lake and Rock, and then Rockland down in Rockland, Mass., which is the there. second longest 18-hole par-3 golf course in America. 
and it's un- yeah, unbelievable. I, I heard it's really, really long. We're, we're so going to have to get there, there this week. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, wherever you all want to go, I'll send you there. So, oh, the decision, I didn't mean that. <laughs> but thank you. We'll take it. The decision was really easy. Um, Kevin's not a micromanager. You know, I've owned golf courses. I know how to run golf courses from A to Z. So it was a perfect fit. Nice. And uh, I, I wanted to work for a single owner. Okay. And it's just a, it's the greatest job. I mean, I was planning on retiring at 65. and It's your passion, obviously. Now I'm looking and at 67, so maybe 70. I, just, I think that's really that's great, awesome. though, because a lot, of people, a lot of people, you know, they'll play guitar and, they wanna, you know, and then they start to play guitar or they do something that they do on a, as a hobby and then they can't turn it into a, a, you know, a passionate job because mm-hmm. it just is like, oh, I can't do this for a living. You know what I mean? Like it's something you love to do. Like a lot of people just can't do it for 40 hours a week. Like you yeah. I love to cook, but I'm like, I would never be a chef. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? But I, I think, carpentry, people you know, who have I think golf talent. is different though. Golf, it, it transcends all different things. It transcends different incomes, different, you know, blue collar, white guys, white collar guys. They all, they all play golf. You know what I mean? They're, the golf leagues are, are littered with guys who are, are plumbers, they're contractors, yeah, yes. you know? So yeah, you have all facets of life that enjoy golf. And then there's all facets of life that would never watch a golf match in their life. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, so it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's a, a great case in point. Yeah. I'm the agent manager for Esteban Toledo, a four-time winner on the Champions Tour. I've been his agent for 20-something years. And we have an orphanage in Mexicali, Mexico, where all the money I raise, I mean, I sold five logos on a shirt. Everybody thinks that money goes in his pocket. No, it goes to the orphanage. But if that's That's fine, we're right here. And after the show, the four of us, were going to go play golf. Janine's a a beginner to the game. Craig, you shoot? Like, I'm a 16, 18. Okay. We could all go have a great time. Yeah. Okay. I play golf with... No pressure, no... Yeah. Different handicaps can play. Mm-hmm. You can play the game till you're dead. I mean, I've played golf. I've been blessed to play golf. <laughs> I with, love that. Play the with, game till you know, you're I dead. I played golf with Tiger Woods when he was 12 years old. I played Aww. with Jack Nicklaus. I played with Arnold Palmer. I played with three presidents of the United States. Uh, Go ahead, name them. I want to hear you who they are. You are so interesting. Yeah. Well, I love um, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to shut up yeah, now. And Jay this. is going to yeah. take <laughs> over the rest Welcome of this podcast. Welcome to the new golf is a full word with your Actually, hearts. you know what? For everybody who's watching live right now, because Jay went to Purdue University and was a standout golfer they won the ncaa championship big ten. Was, big ten big ten i'm sorry yeah. while they were there and that's the last time they did it by the way so you gotta the purdue people gotta get this going again uh we're gonna give away two 18 holes for any purdue graduate and their guest oh. so text us here at the show yeah. get in touch with chrissy Message us live on, uh, message us on facebook Sorry yeah message us on facebook it does you don't have to be watching live if you're a purdue graduate we'll find it Go Boilers, baby. Go Boilers, all right? Go Boilers. It doesn't have to be live. Just to reiterate, anyone, if you are listening to this and it's not live, there's nothing to say that we haven't still got some tickets in our little hands here. So shoot us a Facebook message. Uh, You can personal message or a message uh, on the uh, chat for this episode. Uh, Yeah, let us know. Just uh, message the word Purdue or... Purdue, yes. Purdue, all right. Or Boilers. And you were on a roll... About something, right? Okay, Don't so I, 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 my first president was uh, uh, yep. President Reagan, who is my favorite president. Nice. And oh. I played just nine holes with him, and I probably the nicest guy. Uh, several great people stand out, oh. but he made you feel like you're the most important person in the room. You I love that. Looked at you, I've heard that you without a doubt. I've heard that before too. And I asked him, you know, President Reagan, why don't you play more golf? Because it seems like you enjoy it. Now he's not a great golfer. And he said, quote unquote, if they let me put my bag on the back of a horse and ride a horse while I play golf, I'd play more. Okay? <laughs> then my second my second president was Gerald Ford, who 
people thought he was kind of a, a stiff and so forth. He played football at Michigan, so yep. he's a Big Ten guy, so sure. we got along really well. And for years, we used to bet a dollar every year the Purdue-Michigan game, which, you know, they killed us. But <laughs> I'll never forget when, uh, now I played with him, as, uh, both of them, when they were ex-presidents. And I, I, on the first tee, I'm playing with him and Bob Hope down at Thunderbird Country Club in Palm Springs. And wow. I asked President Ford, how's your golf game? Are you still an 18, 19, or 16, 17 handicap? Because remember in the pro-ams, he'd hit people? Yeah. Okay. And John, <laughs> at Pebble uh, Beach? Yeah. yeah, and Johnny yeah. Miller made the qu- quote that they had to hand out helmets to anybody <laughs> uh, watching. The, Love it. He says, Jay, I'm worse. I'm like, well, how can you be worse? You're retired. You can play more golf. And he goes... Back when you're president, you have 16 Secret Service people finding your ball and kicking it out in the fairway. Now I I only have four. Uh, My third president was was President Trump before, long before he was president. And that's when he bought the golf course in um, in uh, uh, Palisades, uh, um, California, Rolling Hills. And after we're done... First of all, he plays 18? very fast. We played 18 holes, and when he's done, he goes, Jay, what do you think of the property and so forth? And I said, you know, uh, Mr. Trump, it's a beautiful property. You, know, you see the ocean for 15 golf holes, but it's maintainable acres is something important in our industry. Okay. So you'd have, you could have a golf course, regulations, 135 acres needed to have a championship golf course maintainable. It could be a 190-acre property. This is only 125 acres, and maintainable is about 90. So it goes fairway, rough bushes. Yeah. So, but what stood out to me is he had three busts of himself. <laughs> really? Yeah. And we get done, and I'm like, as a golf course owner, Mr. Trump, I just have one suggestion for you. You know, one bus is enough. He goes, what do you mean by that? And I'm like, well, <laughs> if I'm paying $200 to play here, and I see a bust of you three times... I'm going to get the uh, the feeling like my green fee's paying for these damn bus. Yeah. So you don't need them. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I love really that think? story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to uh, also give away some more tickets, and we're going to hear from our, one of our sponsors, United Compressor and Pump. We'll be back in a minute. Don't go away. It's some great stuff. Does your industrial air compressor or pump need repairs? Or do you need a completely new install? Either way... You need United Compressor and Pump. United Compressor and Pump are the experts in industrial compressor and pump installations, maintenance, repairs, and sales. They deliver competent, quick, and incomparable compressor and pump service for commercial and industrial customers in New England. With high-quality products and service, United Compressor and Pump strive to provide same or next-day high-quality service like no one else. So if you need help with your air compressor or pump, then you need to call the company that will put you first, United Compressor and Pump. Call us today on 603-552-5885. That's 603-552-5885. Or visit us at 157A, Plastow Road, Plastow, or unitedcompressor.com. United Compressor and Pump. When you need them, they'll be there. All right, thank you. We're back, and Welcome thanks back. to our friends at United Compressor. And uh, we're, we've taken the turn, and we're on the back nine with Jay Miller 
And it's been a, it was a great front nine. <laughs> and uh, we're taking the turn now. We're going to talk about uh, a bunch of different stuff because it, you just got a lot of great golf stories. I used to, so I used to host another podcast. It was called Success on the 603. And we would interview people and get all their insights on how they became where they are and you know who was their inspiration and how, how did they get into whatever they were into at the time mm-hmm. and, and they were sharing their stories with us and there were some great stories and everybody has that That's same podcast. you know like I would I would ask people what time do you wake up in the morning you know and you would know and you would know successful people because they're up at four thirty five o'clock mm-hmm. and they're doing stuff and they're all regulated and they got that time schedule so I'm not thinking it's any different with you right yeah. you get up early now or now that you you. You good? I'm uh, five thirty, six o'clock in the morning, yeah. and then I'll check my emails, and then I go to the gym or swim every day, and then I, I I'll be solidly at work easily by seven forty-five, and I love to work, and then uh, you know I'm also a member of Wachusett's Country Club because it's very close to my home. And uh, I'll go out for nine holes in the in the evening or whatever. My wife likes to ride around, have a glass of wine, and heckle me um, <laughs> when we play golf. But but yeah, I, I I had an inspiration. Uh, I started playing golf at five years old. Um, right before that, my my parents bought me a cut down nine iron. I'll never forget this. And I'd hit around the backyard, and they were members of Edgewood Country Club in Chatham, Illinois. Okay. And we're out on number nine after church on Sunday, and uh, my father was an atheist. My mother was a, a believer in the Lord, and dad came, came to the Lord uh, yeah, later yeah. on. Dads always lose that battle. Well, he was a, yeah. A, 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 yeah. <laughs> so what happened was my dad, there's a stream about 15 feet wide right in front of the green, and my dad topped it in the water, and I started laughing. And my mother said, honey, do you think you could do better? And I had my little golf club and, and my golf ball, and I knock it on the green. You know, I tell the story, and it, it was like as wide as the Mississippi River, but yeah. it was only 10 feet, 15 feet. It gets and, bigger every time. And my, my father looked at my mother and said, let's go. And my mom goes, where are we going? She says, we're going to Fishman's Sporting Goods in Springfield, Illinois, and we're getting Jay a full set of clubs. So we got a junior set of clubs, and my father started calling around central Illinois, who's the best teaching professional and who is the best player as a PGA professional and the name was Dale Schofield. Oh, okay. Dale is still alive. He's 86 years old and I took my first lesson when I was five years old and back then Jack Nicklaus was just on the scene 64 and the reverse C he didn't teach that way. I've got a horizontal uh, 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 shoulder turn. I've got a lot of lag like Sergio and um, I had a neighbor that was four years older than me the real Mike Steele and uh, he went to Purdue on a golf scholarship. Uh, you know, I played every sport. I was a competitive swimmer, tennis player, played baseball for seven years. But by the time I'm 13 or 14, I can start bombing it. My handicap's like a two or three, and I wanted to play professional golf. I wanted to win the U.S. Open. Nice. And uh, that's the inspiration that, you know, I, I quit every sport except basketball and concentrated on golf. Did and, you ever try as an amateur to qualify for the U.S. Open? Oh, God. I, my first time was at uh, 14 years old. Yeah. 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 That's great. I missed it by uh, one one year, oh. um, but uh, it, it's it's unbelievable. And, you know, the energy. The I can't even uh, imagine. Well, ha- having being there. I was just in Des Moines, Iowa, two weeks ago with Esteban uh, playing in the uh, um, principal charity pro am. And and what people don't realize. Number one, if you're ever going to go to a PGA Tour event, go to the driving range and watch these people hit golf balls. Yeah, we did that we at did the that, Dell yeah. a couple okay. of years ago. Yep. You, know, so you, awesome. you just don't know Watching how good Tiger. they are. And one of my favorite is uh, uh, 
Gary McCord years ago when, when some touring pro uh, hits a shot that's just unbelievable, and he made the comment, that's why his name's on his bag. Yeah. But the life of a touring pro is not what you think it is. The top 25 money winners are flying in private jets and so forth, but it's still the same. It's, it's not a party. Guys are, driving, <clears throat> guys are driving in their cars to different well, places. Uh, and, a, a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, spending that five days with Esteban and, and meeting some of the sponsors and, and of course, playing uh, some golf. But, you know, it's breakfast, hit balls, practice, putt. I mean, for the amateur out there, if you really want to get good, if you hit balls for an hour, you've got to chip and putt for an hour and a half. Okay? That's the rule on tour and so forth. But it's very boring life. Okay, so then he plays in the, in the pro-am. Yep. Then he gets a bite to eat. And then he goes and practices for another two and a half hours. And then he has dinner and goes to bed. Okay, it's the same need a thing. Somewhere in there too. Once in a like while, they will do that, or the chiropractor. Yeah. But mm. I mean, it's not. You know, you see him on TV. And by the way, the people you see on TV on Saturday and Sunday are the ones that are making everything. The yeah. cup looks like a, a jacuzzi compared yeah. to a thimble. Yep. You know, and that's where you know going into the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. Uh, being a Californian for thirty-four years, I probably played Torrey Pines thirty times easily. And as a agent and manager, I can't give you any ideas of who might win because it's illegal. Yeah. I just went through the whole gambling thing of being a credentialed PGA guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, amazing. But three holes out of 18 play under par in all U.S. Open histories at Torrey Pines or at the Buick Open on Sunday. Sure. Three par fives or less than five. Wow. Uh, okay. The rest that's, of the holes average amazing. over par. Right. Okay, so who is who wins the U.S. Open? When you got 156 people teeing off, you've got about 18 that are qualified to win because they can handle the pressure, they can think their way around there. Then you've got about another eight or nine that if they get hot, they can win. And then you've got two or three surprises. Sure. But, you know, Kepka made the statement, when I play in a major, I already know there's only 12 people I have to beat. And... the and the commentator's like, well, wait a minute. Gee, there's 144 people in the tournament. Right. And he's like, no, only 12 can handle it. Right. Can think their way through it. So That's actually like a Jack. That's a Jack kind of phrase, though, too. Without because a Jack, doubt. Jack did the same, that, had that same kind of focus. And, and Brooks gets a lot of crap for that, you know, that he's, he, he focuses on majors. And I, I, as a golfer, a lifelong lover of the majors, there's, you know, I told her, we're not going anywhere this weekend. We're watching the U. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. watching the U. I'm sitting, there, really? I'm sitting there watching Dustin <laughs> Johnson hit balls yesterday on the Golf Channel. I'm like, <laughs> like, what has my life become? Where I'm like watching it and I'm like, oh, that was a good one. Oh, that. you know, and he's hitting, a, he's hitting a wedge and it's just like wedge after wedge after wedge after wedge. And I'm sitting there fascinated at just every single one of them going exactly where he wants them to go. And that, that, so we is, need two million more people like you guys. Yeah. To play public golf courses. But, I love it. you know, at Torrey Pines, it's going to be the possibly the, the longest uh, 18 holes was at Aaron Hills, 7,845 yards for one round. I think Torrey Pines is going to top out, maybe, probably try to set the record, go to 7,890, maybe 7,900. But, you know, these guys can all put hit that in it. perspective for people, Jay, that are the, the you know, average golfer like me. An average golf course that we play around here is 6,200 yards, 6,300 yards. Yeah. I mean, that is phenomenal difference like that's a that's another half a golf course 
I mean, well, it's like yeah, yeah. see, it's I mean, a, I mean, back back in my day, I could carry driver two eighty. Yeah. At the at, at my longest, you know, at sixty two years old, you know, downwind on ice, I can fly at two fifty two, <laughs> two fifty five, and 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 you and I speaking as males, we're watching yeah. a PJ Tour event, and it's like you know, Joe Jones has got two seventy two in over water, and he's gonna hit a high cut three wood, and yeah. we're like. Really? Yeah. You know, or or and then everybody tries to go out and do that at their own course, and they're like, "Yeah, there's no way I can hit a high." Well, cut remember the movie Happy tour. Gilmore? Yeah, of course. Oh, you know? Yeah. Do you know what that Love did it. to the chiropractic industry? <laughs> everybody <laughs> wanted to try it. You want to give us a Happy Gilmore? I just couldn't get the ball in the hole. I wanted to, but I just couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, by the way, I love your your intro to the uh, uh, with Caddyshack. Yeah. People don't realize that Rodney, I have a good friend of mine, his grandfather was the instructor for the whole movie. Oh, really? And, oh, um, you, you know, stories. remember Denuncio the caddy? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, do you know when his golf ball looked like it was delayed, the, he could not get it airborne. So they took a 16 handicap and put it behind him, and that's your ball, not his. He would dead top it. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield never played golf before the movie and never played after the movie. Really? Yeah. And wow. several, several of the scenes were written that day. For example, when uh, Carl Spackler and uh, Chevy Chase are in the, you know, he hits it in the, in the, in the little barn thing yeah. out there, yeah. you know, cannibal coming. Yeah. All that. that was written that day. Thank and God. I bet it was mostly improv between wow. the two of them, too, it, it because was. they were just so fantastic. Yeah, so, so <laughs> it's, uh, you know, you, you, you did ask me a question about, uh, I, I guess we're going to have uh, the, the listeners, uh, the two million listeners that you have, yeah. <laughs> send, send in um, their favorite golf quote. Yep. Okay, well, I'm not bragging or complaining, but I, I've played 92 golf courses in our country that have been ranked in the top 100. And one of my favorite golf trips ever, Coach Frank Broyles, the famous football coach from Arkansas. I'm a disciple of coaches, great Christian man. And he was a member of Augusta since 67 till he died two and a half years ago. Wow. And people don't realize this, but he also handed out the green jacket. Oh, no kidding. Ten times. Oh. Yeah, on the 18th green. Well, another good friend of mine from Southern California is, hello, everybody, it's Keith. Jackson, yep. the famous football announcer, yes. who, by the way, only used the term whoa, Nelly, five times in his 52 years. Yep. Everybody thinks he said it all the time. <laughs> okay. Well, we went on a golf trip to Augusta, used to say uh, that, Augusta National, Nelly. and it was probably one of the most delightful times, but people don't realize this either. Keith Jackson did 12 Olympics and so forth, but he announced golf nine tournaments a year. Yep. He was the, fir the first radio broadcast of the U.S. Open. That was Keith Jackson. Wow. His, his commentating partner, Craig, was Byron Nelson. Right. Okay? And they would go in on a Monday. I do remember Tuesday. that, Lord Byron. Was yeah. Years and ago. and yep. Byron would, would point out things to bring up in the broadcast. Yep. And guess who would watch them play and heckle them? Ben Hogan. Ben Hogan was one of the biggest <laughs> college football fanatics, and he loved Keith Jackson. So... My favorite quote is, one time at Augusta, there's only eight people there. It was our foursome with Keith Jackson and another good friend and Jack Nicklaus and two Grand Slam tennis player champions and his best friend. And he finds out that, uh, uh, that he remembers that we played golf together and spoke together at a conference. So I get, to I get to sit with him and have dessert in the clubhouse by myself with Jack Nicholas for an hour. Wow. This is, a, this is a it's great like story. It's like you won the lottery. <laughs> and, and 
he, I, I, I said to, we were just talking about golf and where golf's going in the industry. I mean, at one time we had 14.7 million avid golfers. Now, after COVID, we went from 7 million to about 7.8 million, which is a great growth for us. Uh, last year was a fantastic year revenue-wise and growing the game. But Mr. Nicholas's quote was, he looks at me right now and he's got these bright blue eyes that are like lasers. And he says, remember this, Jay. Golf is not a game you'll ever own, but once in a while you get to rent it. Okay, so now you know how you're with a celebrity and after about an hour you know it's a perfect time to call it a day. Okay, so I didn't want to overdo, uh, yes. overuse my... But so, you wanted to. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget this, so I'll, I, I will change the wording to clean it up for your family show. But we stand up and he... And we're about to shake hands, and I said, by the way, it's got to be so friggin' cool being Jack Nicholas." He looks at me, and he goes, I've never thought about that. The next morning, we're walking into the (laughs) breakfast room at the clubhouse, and he says hello to Coach Frank and the two other guests. He's got a great memory of names, and then he puts his arm out like that and stops me. He takes my hand. He draws me in real close, and he goes, by the way, it is so friggin' cool being Jack Nicholas." <laughs> That's the last, last thing he ever said. Yeah, wow. I ever got to talk to him. But, I love uh, that. Wow. I absolutely love I that. I think That's we have great. some more ticket giveaways. Yes. What's, what have you guys Who's the second? We're giving away to someone who's never played Crystal Lakes before. Is oh. that right? Well, if, if, you've, yeah. never, if uh-huh. you've never played Crystal Lakes, and you're in the New England area, and you want to try Crystal Lakes, it's a beautiful golf course in Haverhill, Massachusetts. Brand new eighth hole. That they just oh, yeah. did there. It's, I got to help design that. That's a great hole. Yeah. Great hole. Really like it. Love the bunkers. Love the mounds on the sides. Mm-hmm. Really beautiful. All right. uh, we're actually going to show you Crystal Lake in a couple weeks. We're going to have Rob on the show, and we're going to talk about every hole on that on that golf course. And no, Crystal Lake is not and anything Rob to do is with. Who? Yeah, and Ryan. Ryan Rob is Ryan, a, Rob Ryan is the PGA Green are, pro. At, Ryan Green's our superintendent. Unbelievably yeah, qualified done a, young man. And then Rob Hardy, who on the show. Hopefully, your your viewers and listeners have a intelligent sense of humor because the guy is hilarious he but is. you've got to follow his intelligence he on this he's team. a really smart guy i've known him for years ago we we crossed paths when he was with uh he was on wilson staff or uh-huh. still, still on wilson staff i believe and a good player and a good player and uh we were we were together at campbell scottish highlands here in salem and uh, I, you know every time we see each other it's just a it's it's just great to see him. Yeah, it's only two and a half miles off the 495 yeah so it's convenient it is it's a beautiful golf course like i said i there's, there's a lot of things that bring back memories. Crystal Lake and the U.S. Open with me and my dad. You know, the U.S. Open every weekend because it's Father's Day coming up. And we're going to be giving away tickets to you, fathers. So stay, stay tuned. Um, you know, it just means a lot. The U.S. Open means a lot to me and a lot of fathers. They, they love to enjoy the game with their kids. Mm-hmm. So who, who – it sounds like your father was a big inspiration in your, in your life, though. Well, obviously. he was a uh, – he – he put himself through college in uh, Louisiana uh, riding the rodeo, and then he went to World War II as a paratrooper and uh, had to cut himself down in, in Europe from 30 feet. So he had a very bad back, and he was a, <laughs> he was a 19 handicapper his whole life, carried a one-iron. For what reason, I have no idea. But I'll never forget this. In 1976, we're at Medina. We had played golf that morning, and we're watching the U.S. Open live. And I knew where Arnold Palmer was going to be, which I got a great Arnold Palmer story. He dropped me in the lake at Bay Hill, which was funnier than hell in 1979. But anyway, this is 1976, (laughs) I do believe. And 
And I wanted to see Mr. Palmer. So we went to the 17th tee box, 198-yard hole, over water and so forth. And I knew where the caddy was going to put his bag, everything. Well, Mr. Palmer comes off the, uh, uh, the 16th green. Caddy, uh, I'm right there, puts the bag right here. Arnie lights up a cigarette. And he's, there, there's a, a ruling down by the pond, and somebody lost their ball over here. So there's like a 15-minute wait. So my, there's me and my dad. And uh, my dad's only like five eight five nine, and he picks us, and he says, uh, "Father, son, yes, sir. Did you play golf today? Yes, sir, we did. What did you shoot, young man? I'm like, I shot seventy four. Uh, dad, what did you shoot? Ninety seven. And everybody starts laughing. He goes, "What's the, what's your best club in your bag?" And my dad goes, "My thirty five foot." Uh, extendable ball retriever okay <laughs> and he's like no shit he goes yeah it's unbelievable i can snag a ball out of anywhere with one hand he goes now what's your best real golf club he goes putting so mr palmer goes well how many putts do you average around he goes under 30 he goes so if you couldn't putt you would shoot over 100 and my dad goes yeah and the crowd starts laughing all right now <laughs> three years oh later God, i'm on scholarship at purdue and we go down to bay hill and my coach, Joe Campbell, who won uh, the NCAAs and won three tournaments on tour, is a good friend of Mr. Palmer's. And we get to play golf with the eight of us get to play golf with like six holes, you know, in the morning and, and all day we're playing with Mr. Palmer. And the famous par five around the lake on the front nine, this is Arnie can still move it. And he hits it on the green in, in two. And he's got an eagle putt, Craig, from here to Christine. And you. All three of us know it breaks right to left, and he's aimed left and pulls it on top of that. And he's doing this on purpose. And he's like, this putter doesn't work, and he throws it in the lake. Okay? And it's from here to the door in the water, and the grip is standing out of the water. And I said to Mr. Palmer, this is like late February. I said, Mr. Palmer, if, if, if I go in there and get that AP2 putter, can I keep it? And he goes, yeah, I won Greensboro with it. And I'm like, no kidding. He goes, I tell you what, Jay, there's a 10-foot alligator in that lake. It's a huge lake. So I'll hold your hand. If the gator comes anywhere near you, I'll grab you out of the water. I'm like, great. So I strip down to my boxers. The, the water hits my private parts. I thought I had a sex change. I mean, it's cold. Okay. <laughs> I, I get, if this is the putter grip, I get two fingers on that putter grip. And now I've got the grip. And as soon as he sees this... He lets go of me. <laughs> so now, now, you know, with him dropping me, I'm in the water up here. Now I'm thinking I'm Jesus, and I can run across the water. I run across the water. I get on land, and he goes, oh, by the way, there's no gator there. <laughs> okay. Now, let's fast forward 30 years. I'm at Traditions in Palm Springs, and it's a very private club that he designed, and they have a nine-hole par three and a great golf course, very picturesque. And I'm with a very prominent uh, friend of mine, Mr. Fisher, and he's good friends of Arnie's. And we're out there, and Arnie comes out of his, his cart garage from his home, comes to see Mr. Fisher. Pulls up, and Mr. Fisher says, Arnie, I want to introduce you to a young friend of mine, and he looks at me. Now, Mr. Palmer has got fingers that are that wide. Yeah. You know, he had big, forearms that were like that. Uh, <laughs> and he looks at me, and he goes, Pennsylvania boy. do I know you? 
And I'm like, know me? 30 years ago, you dropped me in the damn lake at, at Bay Hill. And he goes, oh, my God, you played at Purdue. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, I've been telling that story for years. I just forgot your name. <laughs> and that's the last time we had lunch after uh, Don and I played uh, golf. But, yeah, Mr. Palmer is uh, just a charismatic man. I love how everybody that's calls awesome. him Mr. Palmer, too. Like, like every golfer ever, you know. Yeah. Like, Jack is Jack. And everybody knows Jack is Jack, but it's always Mr. Palmer for some reason. That and for me, if I could go back in time and play with anyone, for me it would be Ben Hogan because I I love that pounding, pounding the ball golf style of Ben Hogan. The five the, the book his book is, is legendary. Seven easy steps. The seven easy steps. The five fundamentals. The you know yeah. I mean just that that era of golf. You've you've played in the era before Tiger, and you've now you've played in the era after Tiger, and you can see how. Tiger has changed the game financially. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you're seeing the purses go from, you know, well, minimal. Arnie, Arnie did the same thing. Yeah. Then and Tiger Arnie did, did the it same, again. Yeah. And now you've got, uh, you know, you always had uh, the top seven or eight that be, uh, just beat up on each other. And there's always one guy that's the best. Yeah. Okay. Now I think the playing field is, I don't think anybody will ever meet, meet Mr. Nicholas's uh, 18 majors. I, I don't believe that they will. That's going to be okay. tough, sure. Uh, Arnie, I mean, Tiger had a great chance. Sure. And, I mean, in 1984, uh, 83, I'm just giving up trying to play professionally. And I played 18 holes with Tiger Woods when he was like 12 at the Navy Destroyer course in uh, Cerritos, California. Okay. And playing from the back tees, and it was like 7,020 yards and I had to grind my rear end off to beat him by one. And I called all my friends on tour, and I'm like, hey, Craig, you won't believe this, but seven years from now, I just played with this kid that's going to beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Who's that? I'm like, Tiger Woods. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, <laughs> great story on that. My college teammate, Rick Dalpost, just seven years later, he's playing in the L.A. Open. His caddy gets sick on Wednesday night. Calls me. I know Riviera quite well. Sure, Jake, can you caddy for me? And I'm like, sure, who are we playing with? And he goes, Jumbo John Elliott and Tiger Woods. And I'm like, here we go. But Rick beat him, and we, had, we got a top 20 because Tiger can't play Riviera. Um, you know, it's a shame he's not playing at Torrey Pines. It is. It's, I, it, I think it's going to be a great yeah, story, though, because it. I think he's going to come back just like Ben did. You know, Ben had that accident. Boy, where he's he broke, got a lot of pins in his body. He broke body. both his legs. And, you know, yeah. Yeah, in his ankles, he's got I don't know how many pins. Oh. And, you know, but another thing about Torrey Pines is uh, what Phil Mickelson did at the PGA Championship. If he could hit driver like that at Torrey and keep it in play, yeah. okay, but isn't it great to see somebody 51 years old? As, as a 53-year-old, I'm 53. very appreciative of it. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, you, you absolutely. But, yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> I, you. I figured it out. I've played golf now for 57 years of my life. Wow. That's great. And uh, probably 30,000 rounds. That's wonderful. Well, before we wrap That's up, we've got a few life. minutes left yeah. before we wrap up, Jay. You say everyone else is. You are. Yeah, you, you have definitely. great stories. Yeah, and I, I, you, you're welcome. You you're welcome hours. on the show. Anytime you're in the area, you want to bring us, you want to talk stories with us, we'll be happy yeah. to talk to you. You know, I've never oh, been to Salem, New Hampshire. Well, really? Now I love your little town. Nice. Welcome. Yeah. Well, it's so, actually expanding. It's becoming quite the town. Okay, now we got to give tickets away to a... Yep. Uh, uh, a couple. A, a couple. They don't have to be married, but yep. a, a, a couple that, that plays golf together. Uh, if, you, if you and your wife or you and your significant other or whatever yep. whatever you got going whatever on couple, with someone yeah. that you really care about, send us a message on Facebook, and we will get you two tickets. Two, two rounds of golf, 18 holes. With cart. With cart. Excellent. And um, 
And Jay, I, I don't even know. Uh, like, I, we, we had all these notes, but it was like, I knew it was going to be one of these podcasts. Christy, oh, where you go? Yep. Okay, ready? Go. You and then Jay's going to talk. Jay and we're going to be like, <laughs> and we're this is awesome. And we're going to be like, oh my God. Well, Christine, did, did they tell you that when I asked how long is the show, 30 minutes, but we heard your reputation, so it could be all day. I could honestly sit break, here all Break day. the show in half. You listen to us now, then listen to us when you're doing your next workout, or whatever you got to do to get mm-hmm. it. To get it. But we're going to talk a few more minutes, and we're going oh, yeah. to let Jay... Don't forget, yeah. sterlinggolf.com has all eight of our golf courses. Yes. We have four nine-hole courses and four 18-hole courses. Yes, I will tell you them all right now. Are you ready? We're going to give you them all. Not all their they have, they have 18 whole golf courses. Newton oh, Commonwealth. Oh, oh, God. No, 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 you do it. No, it's you fine. have a way better. You have a way better. Well, the courses would sound beautiful. more exciting in an yeah. Australian right. accent. Well, we Absolutely. had, yeah, but until I butcher the names, if I can't pronounce them, right? We'll, we'll see she what happens. Like you know. So we've got, what about S. SGM manages eight Boston area golf courses. 18 hole courses include, is it Newton Commonwealth Golf Course? Yes. Built in 1897. Nor- Norwood nice. Country Club. Mm-hmm. Rockland Golf Course and Crystal Lake Golf Course, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a lot of courses. My beautiful we also shirt. have nine hole courses, and they include Unicorn Golf Course. That sounds like it's right up my alley, I'm just saying. It used to be. Unicorn a, Golf Course. Is that Stoneham? It is. It used to be a very private uh, golf course. Babe Ruth played there a lot. Now, oh, do you know wow. why it's named Unicorn? Just to tell. No. no? All right, we'll have to go oh. play there and find out why. I know, it uh, sounds unicorn. colorful and exciting. Uh, ad- adjacent, adjacent to it, Christine, is yeah. Stoneham Oaks. There you go. Ah. Now, that's a nine-hole little yeah. par three. Great for beginners, seniors, and people working on their short game. Keep going. We've got Chelmsford Country Club, Maynard Golf Course, and Stoneham Oaks Golf Course, of course, as well as providing the maintenance operation for the Kids Golf Club in four Norfolk. Kicks. Four kicks. Nor- uh-huh. Norfolk? Norfolk. Norfolk, yeah, Norfolk, oh, America. Now, see, Maynard, Maynard, <laughs> Maynard Golf Course is celebrating it. its hundredth year anniversary. Wow! wow. And wow. Chelmsford Golf Course used to be an apple orchard. Wow! So how how did how did um, how did they be, get underneath your management wing? I mean, it, they, it, you it, said it, you own very two cool of them. story. You own Crystal and very you own... cool story. Kevin graduates from UMass Amherst, uh, one of the top agronomy turf management uh, uh, schools in the country. Right behind Purdue, no yep. kidding, and uh, <laughs> he is the superintendent at Newton Commonwealth. Uh, he's okay. basically been at Newton Commonwealth for forty years. Yeah, because he's sixty-two. Wow. He's a month older than me. And what happened was the city's going to put it out to bid to manage it. And he's like, "Well, wait a minute. I've got a degree in this, and I've got a minor in business. I'm going to form a company, and I'll put a bid in." And son of a gun. 27, 28 years ago, is that was his first golf course to manage. Wow. So then the word got out from municipal golf courses. If, if you are the mayor of a city, you do not want to operate a golf course. Right. First of all, if Janine's worked there for, uh, for the city for 22 years and she mows all the parks and everything, you're paying her $20 an hour, you're never going to make it. Yeah. Uh, 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 cities do not know how to run municipal golf courses. So yeah, that's, have, a, that's a podcast for another yeah, uh, They have management. Uh, another time. <laughs> so, so then he started adding more courses. And uh, I joined the company right when he bought Crystal Lake. And uh, then last year, uh, the company bought Rockland, which we were leasing it. And we're looking to add a, a golf course, one more next year, one more a year and a, uh, awesome. later. So we'd like to get up to 10 golf courses that we manage from A to Z besides doing the agronomy. Cool. Yeah. So when you, when you take a look at a golf course, what, do you, what are you looking for that, you know, the, the next golf course, what is, what's, it, what's the 
the model that you're looking for? Are you just looking, is the, is the golf course in trouble or is the golf course, you know, something that needs to have a lot of work? Well, is right it, now it's like a, a it's for a, lack of a better phrase, a flip. You know well, what I mean? Right or now it's a like seller's that. market, but my real niche in California was I would find depressed golf courses that I knew I could turn around. Yep. I can't share my intellectual property of, of how I do it, that's but awesome. that's my real niche. Now, out here in New England, you all have some great golf courses. My gosh. But we're looking for the location, ease off the freeway, demographics, yep. uh, not, you know, not a competitor one mile away. Yep. Uh, and then you're looking at the water source. You're looking at the turf. You're looking at uh, the, the greens. And at the same time, what's the lease agreement okay. if we can't buy it? Yep. You know, now last year before, or 2019 would have been a great time to buy a couple other golf courses, but there weren't a bunch for sale. Then sure. last year with the, I mean, huge increase of revenue, I mean, we... COVID, COVID was oh. like one of the best, unfortunately, one of the best things that happened oh, to golf. for the game of golf? Yeah, with, it's sad. It's sad to say that, and I apologize if anybody takes that the wrong way, but it, it is... Well, I mean, let's, let's just look at the like, o- older millennials, yeah. okay? They came back big time. You and I play in a softball league, yeah. a co-ed softball league. Janine's a big golfer. We're not golfers, but we play baseball in high school and so forth. Yeah. And Janine's like, guys, I've been asking you to play golf. For... So we invest yeah. $500 or $1,000 in a used set of clubs. And all of a sudden now we're playing golf. We're not going to the bar yeah. and uh, watching sports. Right. So golf was our perfect thing. The only thing that we, we went down on is, of course, banquets sure. and alcohol sales. Yeah. But golf skyrocketed uh, in revenue. Yeah, it must and- have been tough in Massachusetts with the, you know, the food money ratio of, of liquor during that COVID oh, yeah, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Know, but now here's what I, I study, and I've written a thesis on how to grow the game and so forth, uh, not bragging or complaining, but that's no, one of my great. hobbies. You and, should brag. And the millennials, you know, for all the golfers out there, we'd love to have you uh, be a member of Mass Golf and have a handicap and keep track. But as golf course owners and operators, we don't care. We want you to come out and enjoy play golf Have and fun. enjoy your friendship, yeah. enjoy God's creation of the nature. But I've noticed in like millennials, <laughs> you know, 65% of them don't play by the rules. Okay. We might have a game the They don't even wear collared shirts. They have they music. Wear, they just wear the, they wear the T-shirts. And, and they, mu- music. And, and say, for example, the four of us are playing. You get one mulligan on the front, one on the back. Yeah. We're all playing bad. You might get an extra mulligan. They smoke a little weed. I don't care. They listen to music, but they all post a picture of themselves on on Instagram yep. or oh, Facebook. Yeah. Hey, look where I am! And yep. and then they all come in and have a cheeseburger or a cold beer and see you next week. Yep. And that population is growing because That's they realize, cool. hey, golf's kind cool. of fun. My, our, our son, our son plays golf all in Hawaii. Playing. Every every week he plays golf out in a couple of different muni courses Jake, in Hawaii. Up. And Hi, Mitch. <laughs> Shout out to Hi Honolulu. Guys. Yeah, it's Hi like boys. four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. There. Do they surf? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. There you go. Surf, yeah. golf, everything you yeah, can Jake do. Jake loves it. Loves and I was out there a couple him. couple months ago playing with them, and what a blast I had! It was a, so it was a totally different experience. I'm playing with I'm playing with 23 year old, 24 year old, 25 year olds. One kid's an accountant for like mm-hmm. uh, a finance company in Wall Street, and he wakes up at three o'clock in the morning and goes to yeah. work. And works remotely. Oh, and my gosh. And he's on Honolulu. He's Hawaii time. Yeah. All right. Great, great thing for you guys to do when you go to Hawaii this, this year for September. your... September. Yeah. We're yeah, right. to, yeah. Uh, okay. 1984, we get married, we go to Hawaii. Okay. And we're in a grocery store getting some 
packaged beer. We're going to go snorkeling and everything. And this lady comes up to us in a, one of the moo-moo things and says, y'all going to go uh, uh, snorkeling? Yes, ma'am. We've never done it before. Go grab yourself a bag of frozen peas. I'm like, for what? Trust me. Go out on a rock. You're going to Honolulu Bay? Yeah. Go out on a rock. There'll be a bunch of fish, but take the peas in your hand and throw them around in a circle and then get in the water. She goes, but don't throw too many. Okay, being Jay uh-huh. Miller, well, if you're going to take one handful, just open the whole damn bag and throw <laughs> it around like that, okay? And you get in the water, oh, my God, it was scared to death of us. I mean, it, the fish, fish come everywhere. from out of, Yeah, yeah. No sharks, right? So maybe next week we can have a fishing show. and uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, dude, we, could, we, could, we could just do this all day with yeah, you, Yeah, we could do it. Listen, we, we, so we do have to go, though, Jay. Um, we're, we're, we could even just sit here and do another show if you want right after this. And I we'll think come we back. actually might. might. I think we might let these guys go and yeah. tune in next week. So we'll Jay, brought us a, Jay brought us an amazing <laughs> quote from our friends at Fairway Independent Mortgage, uh, the, the Jack Nicholas quote. It was great. Um, Ooh, you can yeah. reach Josh and his team at 603-570-570. 9338. It's the ELK Mortgage Team and Fairway Mortgage. That's experienced, local, and knowledgeable ELK Mortgage Team. Thank you for being a sponsor of ours. Um, if I may Scott's reiterate, thing, before we, we do wrap up, just, yep. just two. We have one more set of tickets two. to give away, too. Well, I right? was going to say, do you, if we're going to do another episode, so should we save that for the other one? Do you want to? We can do another episode with Jay if Jay wants I to think hang let's out. Give out we'll give Jay. out the tickets and then we'll talk to Jay and see if he wants to talk to yeah, us. All right, stuff all right and, let's do that. Okay, then. we'll give out the tickets Christine for Father's from Australia, Day. Because, yeah. Yeah. Loves America. Yeah. Christine, you come up with a. Uh, uh, well, what's coming up this summer? Oh, it has to be Father's Day. Come on. Yeah. Father's Day coming okay, up we've this done, weekend. We've done the couple. We've done yeah. Purdue. We've done all four. That's we've the four. Nobody, to Crystal people who haven't played Crystal before. Okay, so here's the. I'm going to give all the information now for us. So. We have the couples golf. So if you message us anytime, whether you're listening, it doesn't have to have been while we're going live. If you are listening or watching, if you want a, a couple's tickets, is it, for a golf? Yep. That one? A, a couple that plays golf together. A couple that plays golf Purdue together. Purdue graduate, right? So for the couples golf one, message us couples golf. Yep, yep. You can private message us or message us um, in, the, in the chat for this episode. We also have the Crystal Lake tickets. So if you want to win the Crystal Lake tickets, make You've sure... You've never played Crystal Lake, yep. Yep, let us know. Uh, make sure you use the code, I've never played Crystal Lake, and we'll see if you can win those tickets. I love this. We have pr- we the have pr- tickets for the Purdue graduates, is it? Yes. So message us, go Purdue. That's your code if you want to win those tickets. Boilers. And the Father's Day tickets, yeah. if you would like to win those, message us the word... Father, son, father, daughter, something like exactly. that. That'd be cool. And use the code awesome. GOLFDAD yep. on that one. Golf Dad. Love it. And we'll get in contact with you, and uh, hopefully you win some tickets. And once again, to all 2 million viewers and listeners, (laughs) swing hard in case you hit it. Yep. Listen, follow us on Facebook, and all of you fathers out there, have happy, happy Father's Day. Jay, happy Father's Day Day to you. Thank you. Thank you for so much coming. And we're going to come back with Jay, too, in another episode, and you're going to love it. Thank you. Have a good day. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.